0: The Beyond the Gay program is mainly a listener-supported radio ministry. You can help us bring the message of the gospel to thousands of listeners each week with your prayerful support and financial gifts. Visit our website, btgprogram.com. I'm pleased to be able to welcome into the program Andrew Dore. Andrew coaches the cross-country team at Roberts Wesleyan College. and Andrew, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Rick. It's good to be here. You have the unique opportunity, and I don't know how many people have such an opportunity to coach alongside your wife, Jennifer, which that's got to be pretty cool for you. Can you take a moment and talk about how much working with her means to you and, and, and maybe what roles each of you have in coaching the team?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, I'll just say that um, my wife and I, that we complement each other and uh it, it, we complement pli each other but we also complement ple each other um and uh, what i mean by that is we have different personalities different strengths different weaknesses and uh and we work really well together and so obviously that that works well for a marriage but it also works well for a, for a coaching partnership and um i i there are some aspects of it that i do independent of her but as a whole I I couldn't do this, um, without her because of the, uh, the pieces that, um, the parts that she plays in, in, in the, uh, in the partnership. Um, and then on top of it, the travel, uh, I, I just, I couldn't be away from her for as much of the time if she weren't traveling along. So she, she helps tremendously, um, you know, in terms of the X's and O's, um, and the administrative work and so on, but she also is is a is a support to me, and and you know, I just I just don't think I could I could spend all that time away if she weren't if she wasn't alongside me.
0: Now I should say congratulations, both you and Jennifer were named ECC Coaches of the Year this season, and I know you're going to be modest. I know you're going to say it's about the great athletes, and while that may be true. Coaches do, of course, play a key role in the team's success as well. What do you consider to be the most important of all the things that you do as a coach for your athletes?
1: I think, um, simply put, we try to help the students get out of their own way. Um, I, you know, I, I often i have conversations with, with athletes in my office, and, and it usually goes one way or another um, one way would be, I say, listen. There are two types of athletes: those that I need to hold back, and those uh, under whom I need to light a fire to get going. Um, and so, depending on the type of student I'm working with, um, I have to take that that approach to to you know kind of get them going in the right direction. So, I think just you know, at, at, in coaching, I, I I think like my number one. Task is to just bring balance and perspective to the students. They have busy lives and they, uh, you know, good distance running, um, training, and and competing well at the end of the season requires balance. And then there's ups and downs all along the way. um, And so they they sometimes need someone to give them perspective. So as long as I can keep doing that, um, helping them get out of their own way by, by bringing balance and helping them um, get perspective, I, I, I think they're going to do just fine.
0: Now you've been a distance runner for many years yourself. How old were you when you first got involved in
1: running? Uh, I, in seventh grade, which was 1997, I uh, I joined – um, the cross-country team for the for the first time. And I really did it just because my brother had casually joined the team for, I don't know, maybe a year, a year and a half. He was three years ahead of me. He had actually quit the team by the time I joined. But I just thought by sixth grade, I thought, oh, I'll just give it a shot. I, I don't really know why I did, but I did.
0: The men's team narrowly recently missed out on and bid to the national championships, the NCAA national championships, missing out by just six points. Now that you've had a few days to kind of absorb that, are you more disappointed by missing so closely or are you more encouraged because you have such a young team? I think you're returning all five starters next season and four of the five the year after that.
1: Well, the right thing to say is that I'm encouraged and not disappointed. But in all honesty, I am encouraged, and I'm really not all that disappointed. I'm a little disappointed, but I'm really not. And and I, I said to my wife and our assistant coach right at the start of the men's race, just before the gun was going to go off, and I said, you know, if they finish fourth today, I'm going to be perfectly content with that. A few weeks before, they had been ranked 10th in the region, and then they were ranked ninth. And after a good conference performance, they had moved up. But we didn't know exactly where they were going to finish. Um, so we very easily could have finished ninth or tenth. And, uh, and we're actually returning the, all seven runners that ran at regionals. Um, so we're at least returning our, our top six. Um, And we have some good recruits coming in. So I am really encouraged and really excited about what's to come here in the next few years.
0: We're talking with Andrew Doerr, head coach for Roberts Wesleyan's College's very successful cross-country squad. Both you and your wife were athletes at Roberts, and now you find yourself coaching there. How much does your experiences as an athlete help you in your role as a coach?
1: Well, um, I think in, in a unique way, my experience as an athlete has um, has has shaped my coaching background and my coaching approach. Uh, I spent a lot of time injured in high sc- or in college on the sidelines with complex overuse injuries that I would just go from one physical therapist to the next trying to figure out, and that led me to have a, a, an understanding of, a, and and a desire to to deal with overuse injuries, which are so common in distance running. So that's not the only part. Of it, of course, it's not just keep the runners healthy and they're going to be fine um, and they're going to be successful. There's more to it than that. But I would say that's a significant part um, of how my, my experience as an athlete has had an impact on my coaching um, in terms of my experiences and getting over those injuries and, and having this desire to, uh, to prevent these injuries so that they're not an impediment for the runners and their success.
0: I know you are very serious about the training that goes into being a successful distance runner. Roberts has won four straight ECC titles, so it would seem that all the preparation and all the training and conditioning is is paying off. Is there something that you're doing differently than other schools that cause your athletes to be so ready to compete, and I I guess both physically and mentally?
1: Well, I can't uh, can't speak for um, the other teams. Uh, and coaches, in terms of their preparation. um I just know that for us, running well at the end of the season um, is the most important thing. You know it's encouraging to get better throughout the season. Um, and distance runner distance running requires confidence and and in order to get confidence, you have to have you have to see improvement. Um, And so seeing improvement throughout the season can really give the program, the team's momentum as they head into the championship season. So, you know, all that we try to do is, is we just try to, um, we try to be cautious early on in the year and then build gradually um, so that the runners aren't, aren't, uh, they haven't, uh, they haven't had to work too hard for too long. Um, we, we try to kind of hit the nail on the head in terms of getting – get. obviously have to work hard. We want them to get in the hard work for just the right amount of time and then back off so that they're fresh enough to make the most of, of their championship um, season.
0: Readiness is such a critical part of that because the life of a student athlete is such a busy one, and, and distance running in particular takes years of preparation and training. How involved are you as a coach in keeping your athletes focused on their goals, and not only staying committed to the rigorous training, but balancing their academic life in the process?
1: Well, I think that's really that sums up what Division II um, is, what NCAA Division II provides in terms of a program or college affiliation, because our whole objective is to be able to provide a student um a student athlete experience so that they can excel in multiple disciplines so that they can be great athletes and have success in athletics but we don't want them to have to compromise their academics or their relationships outside of their relationships outside the team um, and, and certainly not their relationship with God and their uh, and their church family. So that's really like that's what we're what's what we're trying to do. Everything we do within the program is to streamline so that so that they can they can balance all those things. If, if need be, um, you know, most of our students are are great students, um, smart and hardworking. Um, so I, most of the time, I, I don't get in, involved. But um, when there are students who are struggling, definitely um, help those students to find the, the resources and the support in order to, uh, to be successful. And, and typically, that's a short-lived challenge for the student, or at least, or at least the trouble associated with that is short-lived. Um, usually, they find the support, they figure out a system that's going to work for them, and then I don't have to worry about it from that point forward.
0: Speaking of academic excellence, not one, but two of your athletes were honored with the ECC Elite 18 Award. It's an award which goes to a student-athlete with the highest cumulative grade point average competing in each of ECC's 18 championships. Both Nathan Cannon and Mariah Martone were honored, both with 4.0 GPAs, each ran very well at the ECC championships. Cannon, in fact was named first team all conference, uh, Martone second. Obviously, that must be very satisfying for you as a coach to see your athletes doing so well in the classroom as well as on the field. What does that type of an award say about your program as a whole?
1: Well, I think, like as I described before, that's like that's the epitome of the NCAA Division II student athlete being able to to accomplish great things in the sport um, without any negative impact on their on their uh, academic performance. Um, Those two are exceptional. They're exceptional student athletes, um, diligent in all they do. So it's not surprising, even though it is impressive.
0: Of course, there are many, many life lessons, even spiritual ones in in, in staying the course as runners do. Does a coach have a role in helping student athletes prioritize their their time with God? I know you said that you, you do sort of help with that. How do you encourage your athletes in their walks with of faith?
1: Yeah, so I would say that, that the first way um, is we work very hard to maintain an environment in our program that um, that allows students without too much outside influence to pursue a relationship with God. And uh, so I, I think that's the first part that, that we as coaches play in, in terms of you know, the types of athletes that come into the program. um, But also there are things that, you know, need to be kept up with with the students who are here. It's not enough to just bring in um, the student athletes who are going to fit in well. It also um, we have to play a role in um, working with the team leaders. Um, I would say that's our biggest thing is working with the team leaders to uh, to keep all of the students engaged in some type of regular Christian fellowship and and devotions. So we encourage the team to have a Bible study each week. and um, you know, we don't make it mandatory for any to attend, but these Bible studies are highly attended. I would say that you know, of the twenty women and twenty men on the team on any given week, from what I hear, you know, you have 17, 18, 19, or 20 attending regularly. Hmm. So, you know, that certainly is, is a huge thing. Um, I know that that was a great experience and opportunity for a young man that you spoke to last year, um, Aaron Bellamo, who, when he came into the program, um, had come from a secular school and um, did not know Christ. And so I sat across from him at the table and i said aaron this is the type of environment that we have here and i don't have any problem that you're not a christian but you do have to live up to the expectations that we have here i said can you do that and he he thought about it he was very he's a very thoughtful young man he thought about that and he came back to me and said yeah I, I can do that and and it was a challenge he he did give up things but it wasn't easy for him to do that but over time because of the environment that he was in, he didn't have those influences and he had made a commitment to the behavior. And through that particular environment, through that experience, um, God began working in his life. And of course it isn't the environment. It isn't me. It isn't the Bible study or the teams that transformed Aaron. Um, it was God who transformed Aaron because he's the only one that can do that. Um, but what we what we aim to do, what we hope to do, is just keep that environment and, and keep those influences so that God um, will continue to work in this team in the way that he worked with Aaron and with others who have come through the program as well.
0: Once again, we're talking with Roberts Wesleyan's cross-country coach, Andrew Doerr. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but would you mind sharing with us how you first came to that point in your life where you realized you needed a Savior and placed your faith in Jesus
1: Christ? Well, I I think that um, it has been a gradual process of realization. I think that um, I realize this year at 32 that I need a Savior more than I knew that or realized that at 29 and at 26 and at 23 and so on. So I know that there must have been a point along the way. I grew up in a Christian home. My my family are are all Christians. My my parents were a great Christian influence on me. So I must have been five or six when I when I first made that commitment. Certainly, over the years, God has continued to work in my life and has pointed out. All along the way, um, each year, maybe a little bit more, or maybe maybe it's become a little bit clearer to me where I fall short and how much I I do need God to continue to work in my life. How can we pray for you, Andrew? You know, I think that um, it is a uh, it's a tough world out there, um, and I know that the Christian church and um, Christian organizations are up against um, obstacles and have challenges within and without them and uh, and so I, I think that our program specifically continues to need prayer in terms of of providing an environment and the people the leadership to disciple um, these young and me- young men and women to bring in those who um, who are not from a Christian background, um, and to bring them to Christ, but also to, to disciple the individuals that have come from a Christian environment, so that they may continue to grow and and come to know Christ better. And uh, yeah, so I think that's that's the biggest thing um, is that even even within a Christian organization, it's it's not easy. So that's that's what I would ask for.
0: That's Andrew Dore. He's the cross country coach at Robert's Wesleyan College another fine example of the good things going on there. Andrew, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I wish you all the best and continued success with such a great program at Roberts Wesleyan College.
1: Thanks a lot, Rick.
0: You're listening to the Beyond the Game program. We'll be back right after this.